Hey there, my fellow executive women. Where are you right now as you listen to this episode? Are you sitting still with your beverage of choice? Or are you multitasking, listening while you are juggling several tasks, meetings, the kids, your parents, laundry, grocery shopping, etc.? Or perhaps you have a great team that you can depend on, but you're so used to doing things your way or avoiding the frustration of having to do it over again that you decide to do it yourself. Listen, I know you can do it all and that you are capable of juggling multiple tasks, but why should you? It's been a very, very busy week. When I look at the personal and professional assignments completed this week, I get tired just reading them. I used to try and do everything myself, my way, getting it right the first time and in my time frame. If my name was attached to it, it had to be just right. Well, okay, I still struggle with this one, but trust me, I'm a lot better than I used to be. So why is this such a struggle for executive women, especially black women in leadership positions? I'll tell you why. Join me on the podcast this week to hear about how long it took me to realize that I couldn't do it all by myself and the trials and tribulations I have gone through along the way. Well, I can do it all, but why? See you inside the episode. Have you taken my free video training, Can He Handle Your Grind? Girl, what are you waiting for? It is not just for single women. It is also for women who are already in a relationship or married. Head on over to the show notes to access the training. Once inside, you will understand why you can't seem to attract the right one or how you woke up one day and realized you married the wrong one and what you can do about it. Be sure to bookmark the page once you get to the video training so that you can go back to it whenever you want. Hey there, beautiful, and welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm going to share why even though you can do it all, it doesn't mean that you should. I have struggled with this for years, decades even. I'm not sure where the concept of juggling 12 different and sometimes unrelated things came from, but it's time to change the program. I remember it all started in college for me, captain of the dance team, formerly known as the pom-pom squad carrying 18 credit hours, working 60 plus hours a week, choir rehearsal, social life, and then church on Sunday mornings. This was my routine. I continued at this pace for several months until it landed me in the hospital. Here's what happened. Working, going to school, managing the dance team, working overtime, and avoiding an ex-boyfriend that was stalking me before the stalking laws came into effect, had me operating on little to no sleep. I was always looking over my shoulder, always taking on more shifts to show that I was a good employee. And without realizing it, I was coaching the women on the dance team. If someone needed me, I was there all while starting a new relationship. One night after returning from a date with my new boo at the time, we were sitting in front of my house in his car when I complained about a monster migraine. Jokingly, I said to him, oh, My head hurts so bad. You're going to come to visit me in the hospital. We laughed it off and I went into the house to go to bed. However, in the middle of the night, I woke up in a cold sweat. My bedroom was on the second floor and the bathroom was on the first. 
So I started making my way down the stairs slowly as it was darker than I was typically used to. My mother liked to keep the blinds open in our family room, which meant that the streetlights should have illuminated the room, but it wasn't. It was dark. Having walked this path many times before, I slowly found my way to the kitchen. To the kitchen's right was the bathroom. I was almost there, still unable to see a thing. And then just as I turned the corner, my head hit the rotary phone on the wall and I fell to the floor. My father was the first to come downstairs that morning and found me passed out. I had been there for hours. He woke me up, led me to the couch and went and got my mother. We discovered that I had been on the floor for about three hours. Girl, after a week in the hospital and many tests, brain scans and everything, anything they could think of, the diagnosis was that I was suffering from overexertion and a bit of anxiety. Who wouldn't be? I had all that stuff going on and the ex-boyfriend drama. Well, I scaled back on working so many hours and I dropped one of my classes and slowed down slightly. However, that was over 30 years ago. And I promise you, I did not learn my lesson until this year. Over the past 30 years, I have continuously found myself doing the most and going through a cycle of run, 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 crash, run, 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 crash until a few months ago. As a dualpreneur, my plate is full, work, the business, POA for an aging parent with memory challenges, family, clients, etc. Self-care had taken a backseat. You know there are times when we don't do things for our own sake but for the sake of others? Well, that's what finally led me to retire my superwoman cape. I was on a mission to get my mother approved for a complete neuropsych evaluation as she had been having memory issues. And I had started recognizing a few memory issues in myself. So I scheduled my very own neuropsych eval, which lasted almost four hours. I don't know if you've ever had one of those done, but goodness, it's so annoying. I mean, the tests were so annoying. And since I spent most of the time trying to figure out the trick, I worked myself up into a monster migraine to the point where I had to finish the 350 question exam from home. Okay. So we had all of these, you know, draw this from memory, repeat after me, or I'm going to give you 10 things, repeat these 10 things. And it was a bunch of different exercises. I had to put these blocks together and take them apart. And being the overachiever, I'm trying to figure out what is it that you're trying to, you know, my brain is working overtime. What is it that you're trying to detect? How can I beat this game? You know, we're always so used to just doing the most and trying to make sure that we win that I gave myself a migraine. And when the results came back, I wasn't sure what to expect, but since I had not been able to function at 150 miles per hour as I had in the past, I figured something must be wrong with me, right? Not exactly. Once I shared with the neuropsychologist everything I do, everything and everyone I am responsible for, and how I barely get four hours of sleep at night, she compared my activity to the test results. I was not expecting the diagnosis she shared with me during my follow-up virtual visit but it was one that I needed to hear. Do you feel like you're always running? Like you can't find time for the simplest things like self-care, grooming, or even quality time with your partner? Of course you do. As an executive woman with purpose and on a mission, you might feel like this all of the time. Your schedule is packed and let's face it, you have no energy for the things that matter most to you or your partner because you are putting energy into all of your other responsibilities. 
I know you do this because I am guilty of doing it as well. Several years ago, when I realized that I didn't have enough time for self-care or a relationship, I decided to determine where all of my energy was going. I created an energy wheel and followed a process that allowed me to see exactly where I was spending my energy. Once I knew where the energy was going, I gave myself permission to determine what really needed my attention, what I could cut back on, and what I could get rid of, if not forever, at least for the time being. And that is what I want to give you, the gift of clarity with the side of permission. Head on over to the show notes page where you will find the link to my free relationship energy wheel course and worksheet and stop feeling like you're all over the place. Reclaim your time and your energy today. The neuropsychologist told me the following. I was not experiencing any type of cognitive decline, quite the opposite. It showed that I was operating above average. There was no sign of dementia, any sort of neurological or biological problems whatsoever. So what the heck was going on then? Girl, I was doing too much. I was team too much. She told me that I needed to reduce my list of responsibilities and delegate wherever I could whenever I could. If I didn't stop trying to do it all, eventually there would be a cognitive decline. So my homework was to go home, review my to-do list, remove items, delegate tasks to others, ask for help. I'm cringing. I know you can't see me, but I am. But asking for help part really kind of threw me for a loop there and set my boundaries (laughs) on my time without hesitation. And that's precisely what I did. I looked at all that I am responsible for. I took myself through the same exercises I take my executive clients through, and I started rewriting the story of my life. Throughout this time, I faced several inner critic thoughts. Things like, who do you think you are to hire an executive personal assistant to do things that you can do yourself? Why are you going to waste the money? Really, you're hiring a painter. You know how to paint. You don't need someone to hang curtain rods for you. You've been doing it for years on your own. What will people in your circle think of you hiring help? Will they consider you to be helpless or bougie? You have kids living at home and you're hiring a house cleaner. You need to be the one to schedule all of your mom's appointments. Why would you delegate or outsource people taking care of your mom? That's such a white thing to do. You know, outsourcing your life and all. I had to fight against these thoughts and other conditioning thoughts that I've grown up with over the years. If I'm completely honest with you, I've had the same thoughts about other people as well. While it was a process growing through them, I am so glad that I pushed through and did it anyway. Even though I help my clients with this same sort of activity, once again, I allowed myself to get on the hamster wheel and caught myself in time from spinning out of control. Just because I can do it all, why should I? I know of three executives, one male and two females that have had heart attacks in the office at their desk, constantly pushing through reports, meetings, sales quotas at the expense of your health is not the answer. And if something does happen to you because of all of the extra responsibilities you have taken on, they will not erect a statue in your honor or pay your grandchildren's tuition for life. They will put in a job requisition and hire someone else to take your place. Or if you are in business for yourself, they will find another company and keep things moving. If asked, they will say it's not personal, it's business. 
but I'm here to tell you that it is personal and that it should be to you as well. How on earth can you be a happy executive woman if you're not making your needs a priority? If you're not sleeping, if you're having migraines, if you're breaking out into hives, if you're developing an ulcer, if you're having a heart attack, or if you're overindulging in exercise, food, drugs, alcohol, or any sort of vice to help push through the overexertion. It will only serve to postpone your happiness and wreak havoc on every area of your life. You owe it to yourself to do a review of your own to determine where you're doing too much. And if you need help with not only identifying where you're spending too much time, but how to release the guilt, perfectionism, and fear that goes along with pulling back, let's look at how we can work together. I'd be happy to support you through this. As an executive woman, giving ourselves permission to ask for what we want is so important. And since I like to practice what I preach, I'd like to ask you for a favor. If you could head on over to iTunes or wherever you're listening from and leave a review and a rating, I would really appreciate it. It helps so much. And if you know of another amazing woman that could benefit from these topics, please be sure to forward this podcast to her. Until next time.